Hi, I'm Alois Mungira and you're listening to the CFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening. Pinch and a punch for the first of the month. Hopefully it got off to the flyer that it deserves. It's the second week, a second, <laughs> second month of the year already. My goodness, it's cruising. It is absolutely flying. Albeit that January always has those 45 days. If you had a long one, you're tuned into the right show to make your evening even better than the day uh, that it was. Because the team is here. Chris Meadzi. Hello, Bunjira. My name is Barry Manandian, our producer uh, behind the scenes, making it all tick is Sean Tafirinika on the home front today Caption United coach Lloyd Chitemwe believes the arrival of midfield Joe of Kelvin Madzongwe and Adrian Silla will boost boost his squad and inspire the team in the Newcastle Lager Premier Soccer League season that is scheduled to start next month we're yet to get a date though in international sports news we go stateside where LeBron James moved closer to breaking the NBA's all-time scoring record as he produced his first triple-double of the season and legendary NFL quarterback Tom Brady has retired for good this time in around the world in 60 West stops in Kimberley, London, Melbourne and North Carolina. Second half of the show will bring you the beautiful game where Senegal coach Pepe Tor has expressed satisfaction about his country's run at the African Nations Championship that's Chan and desire to win the trophy. In the Premier League as promised we'll take a look at all the transfer deadline deals where Chelsea signed midfielder Enzo Fernandez from Benfica for a British record of 106.8 million pounds. Let us know your thoughts on that one and there's La Liga action tonight where Barcelona will be looking to increase their lead at the top of the table to 8 points when they visit Estadio Benito Villamain to face Real Betis tonight. The Home Front Local Sports News and Analysis Let's give you a local sports news roundup, starting with some cricket news. Former England batsman Gary Balance is set to make his test debut for Zimbabwe on Saturday after being selected for the two-match series against the West Indies in Bulawayo. Harare-born Balance, who played 23 tests for England between 2014 and 2017, signed a two-year contract in December to play international cricket in the country of his birth. Welcome development, this one, Barry, considering the fact that the squad is a little bit depleted of the guys who usually ensure that the ship stays on 
Yeah, 100%. And then, of course, at the top of the order where we've always had a problem. Uh, yeah, Gary Balance uh, uh, shone in the white ball series that we, we just had with Ireland uh, and uh, scored a few runs. But in truth, let's not uh, mistake ourselves. He was brought in for his test batting prowess. And here's a test uh, first up against the Windies. So it's going to be an interesting uh, um, uh, setup. Uh, and also at Queen's, which is a different deck to Harare yes. Sports Club. Uh, so it will make for very interesting viewing how Gary Balance is going to uh, adapt to life in his country of his birth. In hockey news, Zimbabwe hockey under 21 men and women's side stepped up their preparations for the 2023 Junior Africa Cup that will be held in Egypt by hosting exhibition matches in Harare, which yielded good results. Both teams played one match and recorded a similar score of 2-0 victories against select sides at St. John's AstroTurf, which showed the capabilities that both sides possesses. Possess. <laughs> Finish off with cricket with karate news, where newly appointed Zimbabwe National Karate Federation head coach Winston Nyanete says his new role is an opportunity to give back to the sport. His immediate task is to lead the selection and preparation of the national team to take part in the Africa Union Sports Council Region 5 Karate Championship scheduled for May in Bulawayo. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandawa to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Right, uh, 0731168045. The message is already streaming in about Enzo Fernandez. Uh, the Chelsea fans, of course, hoping uh, that this will be the signing that might turn around their flagging season. Uh, they, of course, are struggling in tandem with Liverpool. We'll be talking about that in the beautiful game, but football, local of a local variety, is what we're talking about up front. And Caps United coach Lloyd Stembwe believes the arrival of the midfield duo of Kelvin Madzongwe and Adrian Silla will bolster his squad and inspire the team in the Newcastle Lager Premier Soccer League season that is scheduled to start next month. A number of clubs have made several signings and Caps United who have been relatively quiet in the transfer market flexed their muscle when they completed the move of defensive midfielder Madzongwe on a two-year contract from Bulawayo Chiefs. Uh, Bulawayo-based football pundit Muziwetu Khadebe says Calvin Madzongwe is a good signing for Caps United. If it's still the same uh, Calvin Matsonga, I think uh, Caps United have signed uh, one of the finest uh, anchormen in the country uh, who does his job uh, quietly and uh, he's a tough tackler, always loves to win the ball, uh, can uh, distribute the ball as well and at times can also be used as a, a central defender. So if it's still the same Matsonga, I think they've signed uh, a good player uh, that is Caps United. But at times the goodness of a player is also uh, the teammates around him. So let's see how also Caps United uh, uh, sign up uh, the new players that are coming uh, into the system. But uh, Mazonga, since he returned from the States where he graduated uh, with a marketing and a journalism degree, uh, he has done uh, pretty well uh, in uh, the local scene. First turning out for Bulawayo uh, sitting where he did uh, very well before moving uh, to a brief stint at Harare City, moving alongside coach Pilani Bifingule, but didn't stay along there before finding his way at FC Platinum, where he did well to win uh, uh, the league 
Olympic uh, uh, title as well as the Chibuku Super Cup. Uh, he recently won again the Chibuku Super Cup with uh, Bulawayo Chiefs where he was uh, outstanding but was also known for raising his voice when they were not paid at uh, Bulawayo Chiefs. So Caps United maybe I should also be uh, prepared uh, for that. But let's see how uh, the boy from uh, New Makwekwe in Bulawayo uh, does perform uh, in uh, the green and white colors of Makepe Kepe. All right, so Muzuetu Khadebe there, Bulayo based uh, football pundit, giving us the thoughts on uh, the signings of Kelvin Madzongwe. Adrian Silla uh, from Highlanders is uh, set to sign a deal with Caps United, has been training with them, uh, and uh, it's just a matter of if, uh, when, and not if uh, for Adrian Silla. But the one that they have bagged is Kelvin Madzongwe. And uh, you've got to say it's a very, very good signing, isn't it, uh, Alice? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a good signing uh, considering the Zimbabwean uh, environment. Uh, <laughs> what it, does it, that mean? <laughs> the environment where players are moving all over the place. Every season you hear this one is going there and there. You know, the turnover is sad. Yeah. You know, yeah. to be to be honest. So uh, Chelsea, Chelsea is behaving like a Zimbabwean club. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but it's it's players that are not moving around. Right. You know, I'm 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 talking about the the merry-go-round. The yeah, the merry-go-round that is happening with the players. Yeah. So yeah, he is a he's a he's a he's a good player, no doubt about it. You know, but uh, isn't this like his third club in three years? Or yeah, it is. Uh, you, and you and know, this that's that, that's the kind of thing that I'm I'm talking about. But, but you sort you of know. you sort of understand. Yeah, indeed, he is a good uh, player. Do, you, you sort of understand, don't you, uh, Chris? Uh, because with Kelvin Mazongwe, he uh, is now uh, 33 years old. He's uh, he's got more years he's got more years behind him than he has ahead of him. Uh, and chances are they're going to be these sort of moves unless he had been a one club man where he had the likes of your Moses Jackson, your Passmo Bernard's mm-hmm. out to chicken in. Uh, th- those guys can go really long in the tooth because they've served the club uh, for many years. Also. No one, no one could have predicted that it would go as badly as it did at Bulaya Chiefs. Not on the green grass, but more in the bank uh, uh, yeah. balances. Uh, and he had to then make a move. In terms of his playing ability, I don't think there are any questions yet. No, no questions at all. I think the only thing that would stand out to me is his age. Mm. Um, if you're looking for quality, experience, he's the guy. I just take a look at... All of these signings being made by Caps United. Um, first of all, the, the signing ceremony itself and what they're putting out <laughs> to the media is absolutely horrible. Uh-huh. But when you're taking a look at longevity and the club's direction, yeah. what I would have loved to see from Caps United, especially now that they brought in a CEO, is CEO-like behavior right. where we would see a plan or at least messaging from Caps United that indicates what the club wants to do this season, what they want to do for the next three, four seasons. I would have also liked to see unveiling of, if not one, several sponsors who are going to be able to carry the very big wage bill that I'm taking a look at that is coming out of Caps United. Because you take a look at these quality signings. These are players who now have experience, first of all, negotiating their contract and also are not going to come on the cheap. These are not junior players that you can sign and you know sell them the idea of the Caps United experience. These are players who've been around the block now. So they've got names. They've got names. So they don't really need yours. Mm. I would have loved to see those steps first. Yeah. Because we know all of these players, we don't doubt their quality. We know Lloyd Chitembwe can do a job, especially motivating players at Caps United. But when it now comes down to the 
actual club direction this season, that's where I have questions because we do this every single season. It looks promising. It looks great. The squad looks great. The coach is fantastic. But can we pay the players? <laughs> well, that, that question will, will, will stay in limbo. CEO-like behavior was a statement that uh, uh, Chris used. Uh, and if you look at Kelvin Manzongwe, Adrian Silla, you look at uh, Godnos Murira from Dynamos, Innocent Zambezi uh, from Harare City, Admiral Matope, who is a fantastic fullback from Wawa. Uh, those sort of signings, do those show CEO-like behavior? Uh, I think it's the same thing that we have seen happening over, over even before the CEO came in mm. uh, into the club. We we have seen this happening uh, every every season. Like we, like I said before, these are these are good signings. You know, our fans will get excited and agree with Chris hundred percent. Last time we saw you know, the Nishma Wadi, yeah, we, we saw we have seen, we've seen this. We have seen this. So what is now worrying a lot of fans now is the stability. Are they going to be? Uh, going through the whole year performing because that's a good team that yep. can actually yes. win the championship mm-hmm. if you look at it on paper you know are they going to be motivated throughout the year like the like uh, like Chris said the wage bill is big because these are not your spring chicken yep. these are not your young boys they come on a high but isn't that on, typical on high, high doesn't, he, doesn't he prefer to work with the experienced players yes that's what that's, that's what he does prefer we we, we, we we know that my my problem is the turnover you know when you have a player that signs a two year contract and he is with you at that particular time even if the contract expires he gets into another two year contract the jump from his contract jump mm-hmm. is not as big yes, as when he's coming, coming from, in from the coming cold. from an, yeah from another club coming to you. He, the jump is almost always big from from my experience. You know when you're playing for Sundowns and you're extending your contract with Sundowns, yeah. the jump your wage jump or your way you're sending on fee jumps is, less than is a, than a not as player. big as someone who's coming from Kaiser Chiefs but, but coming if, to Sundown. But so this turnover mm. it's going to affect the wage bill on the up. They've, they've, they've maintained a lot of the squad that did duty in uh, uh, last season, mm-hmm. uh, releasing and parting ways with uh, Kenneth uh, Bulaji, uh, Valentine Sarurwa, Marshall Machazani, uh, Eman Kambanje, Crucial Mandaza and beloved Musabaika. Uh, uh, or everyone else seems to be staying put. Yes, there are a couple of good players that are being lost in that list, on that list, but we've just said that they're bringing in more recruitment, playing devil's advocate here, that perhaps, albeit that we might not see it overtly, perhaps, per chance, there's a plan at Caps. (laughs) Farajiri doesn't need an advocate, Barry. (laughs) Um, When you're taking a look at this, I think what we're definitely seeing is that potentially, And this is how I would look at it if you were to use that argument. Mm -hmm. I would say that potentially what they're trying to do is to sort out the on-field and ensure that there's a modicum of success at the club. Whether it's just for this one season or for the next couple of seasons. And from that, I think what you then get is a lot more of the brand trap. Brand trust back. I think you get that back. You win over the fans. And once you've done that, once there's excitement around the club, it's like what Alois always talks about. When everything is now working in tandem, when the players are working well, the coaches coaching well, the fans are going in the same direction, 
direction as the club. Once you have that that positive momentum, you can then start to sort of leverage um, things around the club to ensure that you are able to first of all pay your players but also that this club is actually able to turn a profit so I think if you look at it from that perspective that could be the the direction that they're driving in but then where's the communications person to tell us (laughs) exactly Chris is like you know sometimes because of the environment like I said there's no junior development or anything so it's about grabbing what you can on the market so they've done that well and fine and that can actually work for the brand because fans are excited right now Take advantage of the excitement because you go out the fans are excited. Ah, we we are to go get the This time, So for me, I, I I believe that it is now the administrative side uh-huh. that needs to be sorted out. At this, at or at least the changes this, that are being made point. in the administrative layer. Yes, to be communicated. To be communicated as well. And but number one is the. To, to the welfare of the players, right? Because Dopas no tango gojo no kira iso and at the same time also like Chris said that the, there is a possibility. There is actually this club can actually make a profit, can actually work and make a profit. The, the fan base is big, but it needs to leverage on that and actually do proper business, a uh, football business in the club where they can actually generate uh, income. It doesn't have to be the money to pay everything but it can offset yeah. some of yeah. the some yeah, of the yeah. costs yeah, yeah. they can need, they can do business that can offset the, some the, of the, the costs the more cost effective it yeah. is to run the club so I hope. the easier things uh, certainly get even if you get someone who's just going to take care of water that's a cost that's off your, yes. your yeah. uh, sustainability cost line, line items uh, this one says this is a message you don't give us your name but your last three digits are 407 and you said doesn't Caps United hiring a CEO increase the wage bill uh, which they had difficulty <laughs> paying last season I don't I think Charlie Jones is actually getting a salary. I think he's doing out of out of passion and uh, wanting to assist his, his former club. I think also if if I'm not sure, I don't know. just in terms of business practice in general, sometimes you bring in a CEO or an MD, and because of their mandate, for example, at Caps United, you probably are tasked with ensuring that first of all the club has hits a degree of sustainability and then profitability. So I think from that you potentially have profit share, and that's how yes. you could be earning. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't think it's necessarily a salaried position because yeah. that would be a very if he brings interesting on sponsors, situation. Then he, yeah. he, he, he gets what he, he eats, what he kills. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what I think that he can actually drive towards that way. The club can actually get money. Then he can. Also also uh, benefit from there. But from the grapevine, I'm hearing that there's stability as far as the, the, the finances the, the directors are concerned. are concerned and the finances are concerned. Okay. So it's, uh, it's it's quite, it's good news. Oh, and nice. You can, uh, so, you so can so actually feel the confidence of uh, of, of, of Fatso uh, yeah. Jerry in the in the market that something is something is good. So that's, I think it gives a fantastic. smile to the Arkeps uh, United family. Let's uh, see what happens as the season progresses. Uh, certainly very exciting thing at Makepe Kepe Ronnie in uh, Brayside it's been a long time since we had a, a message from Brayside uh, the ABCs um, <laughs> <laughs> and it says CEO behavior Murikuda Yekwa Daniel Levy here no 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 no. we don't want the Daniel Levy one where he's frugal with every single cent and doesn't release anything uh, to the coaching staff this one says uh, Caps United is a big brand which should attract sponsorship uh, we should not be greedy on percentage of Ownership uh, allow for a certain percentage uh, for corporates, and not just own what you can't manage. Um, okay, I agree that 
perhaps shareholding should be should be let go mm. but i disagree yeah, that that shareholding shareholding needs to go to corporates because i no, disagree no, with the notion that, like that corporates necessarily have to own football clubs i would prefer I that, like that corporates come in and partner in, in football, football clubs football club. yeah. uh, and then rather than them owning the, the 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 franchises outright and you sent us a message a bit earlier on and you said senegal and i'm sure you were just taking a dig at us uh, uh, regarding <laughs> the match between senegal and madagascar all right we've got to stop in the united states of america uh, before you take you around the world in 60 let's go international international sports news roundup where the world comes out to play Whether it's the NBA or NFL, the best of America on ZFM Sport. So LeBron James moved closer to breaking the NBA's all-time scoring record as he produced his first triple-double of the season in the Lakers' 129-123 to win over the New York Knicks. The Lakers' a win that kept alive their slim hopes of making the playoffs. NBA pundit Tim Legler uh, says he is not dismissing the Lakers' chances of making the playoffs. You don't want to rule out a team with LeBron when he looks like this. I'm sorry, it's that simple. Now, do I think they can roll through a play-in tournament plus three series on the road in the Western Conference? No, highly unlikely, but you cannot completely dismiss their chances of making a run. This is going to be very interesting in the West. Could you look at teams like the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Lakers, and the starts that they had? They're basically three 500 teams, for the most part, hovering there that those top teams like Denver and Memphis, who have not been to the finals, are going to have to possibly take on in one of those rounds. Z. All right, Tim Legler, the uh, NBA pundit, saying that he's not dismissing the Lakers' chances, but uh, the stats don't don't point that way. Not at, at all. all. <laughs> at all. If it were any other team, by now, the Lakers would have been dismissed. Mm. But I think because one is the Lakers, two, LeBron James, um, you know, was still holding on to a bit of his brand there, then we can say, yes, you know, they, they still have a chance. But 24% chance of making the playoffs and get this 0.6 chance of winning the NBA final yeah so truthfully it's, it's big talk because it's the Lakers LeBron James is involved but I it's it's just because any other team by now we would have completely dismissed this idea and performances like the one uh, uh, last night is 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 sort of um, uh, fans up that thinking doesn't yeah, it because yeah. when you when you can score a triple double uh, yeah. against the New York Knicks then you think to yourself well LeBron can carry probably carry this franchise all the way to the playoffs so at least to the play in tournament uh, mm-hmm. win that and then get themselves in however they have had a wretched season because they've, they're 23 wins and 27 losses that's the third worst record in the <laughs> Western Conference and that's saying something for a storied franchise like the LA Lakers so but the, the, the one thing working in their favour 32 games left in the season LeBron has some work to do he definitely has some work to do and to be honest they could make a push and surprise their fans um, you know we can't completely dismiss 24% chance you know the chance is there yep. but 
They're also only two games behind the final play-in spot, which is currently occupied by the Utah Jazz, and they're three games behind sixth spot in the West, which could send them directly into the playoffs. So, you know, we're playing with our calculators a little bit here, but, but it's not entirely, it's not out, of entirely out, yeah, out of the realms of possibility. Let's talk very quickly about LeBron. I mean, he's 38 years old, and his scoring record is absolutely ridiculous. He is now chasing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record, and he's just eight 89 points shy. You've got to think to yourself, uh, this season, we're going to see that uh, um, record expunged. Yeah, 100%. If he continues um, with his scoring rate at the moment, I think he can definitely do it. And I think it'll be, despite potentially, you know, not making the finals, not making the playoffs even, I think just the fact that he's broken the record, I think could be a nice uh, crowning moment for LeBron. It certainly is. For someone who has served the game so well, has LeBron James. A quick update, legendary NFL uh, quarterback Tom Brady, who won seven Super Bowls and is widely considered the greatest quarterback of all time, has said he is Retiring a year after he made the same announcement, only to change his mind weeks later. Uh, quote, I am retiring for good, Brady said in a 53-second video message that he posted on Twitter. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. And he came back for that one more season. It didn't work out the way that he had hoped where it would be a, a storybook uh, sort of bookend to a phenomenal uh, career. But it hasn't been without cost, especially to his family. Definitely, and I think this was a very man thing. I'm gonna call it. I think I think your genders, you, and I think it's athletes in general. I think moving to that or admitting to yourself that you need to move into that next stage in your career, it's not an easy thing to do, especially if you've done as well as Tom Brady, and this is all you've known since you were eight, potentially nine years old. This is all you've been working for. This is all you've known. Um, it's a difficult sort of transition to make and I think he needed to come back and see for himself that it's time and I think now he's had possibly a bit more time to process and to actually think about that next step so you know he's done some fantastic work in the NFL Um, I think a lot of people didn't know about the NFL because before Tom Brady was breaking all these incredible records so I think one of the greatest athletes of all time Mm, yeah Uh, certainly and uh, unfortunately he lost his wife in the process who said that uh, go back and I'm going away and she did (laughs) 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 As Tom Brady, gone for good this time, 45 years old. Uh, Let's see if that for good is for good. Or it could be one of those situations like Michael Jordan where Jordan was back. Jordan was back and we didn't (laughs) expect it. Let's go around the world in 60. Hi, my name is Zuba Amute, Los Angeles Clippers small forward and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We're beginning Kimberley where Josh Butler and David Mullins rescued England from a dire 14 for three to set South Africa a target of 347 to win the third ODI and sweep the series 3-0. Take a quick look at what is going down at the moment. South Africa at the moment 101 for two. They need 246 runs from 32.4 overs. In London, Jamie George has handed England an injury boost ahead of their Six Nations opener with the hooker on track to be available against Scotland. In Melbourne, Australian Open Tournament Director Craig Tiley says Novak Djokovic played with a three-centimeter tear in his hamstring during his run to a record-extending 10th title down under. That's absolutely incredible. But if anyone was going to do it, it was Novak Djokovic. (laughs)
It was Novak Djokovic and uh, listen, I, I'm going to have a short chat with uh, Sean Tafirinika when we have our play of the day and just say what? Because he was saying that Novak Djokovic was just pretending there was no injury to begin with. Uh, here we go. The doctors have spoken. Sean Tafirinika. Touchdown in North Carolina where Haas have become the first team to unveil their new look for Formula 1 2023, kickstarting the sports launch season with an updated red, white and largely black livery which features new title sponsor MoneyGram. The US team revealed pictures of their VF23 car online ahead of a shakedown at Silverstone next Saturday. Lock, lock, it. Ah. CFM stereo is untouchable. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. Let us know your thoughts on the stories that are taking place in the world of sport. Uh, listening to the beautiful voice of Chris, it's like listening to Mariah Carey singing. Oh, Hi, Chris. Damn. I'm Panache. Uh, Chris, I want to know what team you support in the Premier League. The local Premier League. Uh, it's Premier League, so I think England. Okay, um, Manchester United. Say it loud for the people in the back. For the people in the back. Manchester United. <laughs> there you go. So, right. Uh, transfer window. I'm not going to be able to get to Europe. I'm not going to be able to get to Europe. I'm not going to be able to get to Bruno Atove to Madrid. Um... What is it, Alois? Our, our our window is open at the moment, of course, and it's open per- perpetually throughout the off-season. <laughs> um, but, yes, we we see the signing of players and whatnot, but it doesn't have the vibe and the buzz. Also, that's, what you see in Europe. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's what, what I was talking about, uh, uh, Barry, that uh, uh, we have made it unattractive ourselves. This We created this thing by ourselves because of the rate of turnover and guess what who was bought mm. who was bought of all the players that we've <laughs> had no 17, 20, 19 no people one. what kind they of a signed, country what kind of a country a footballing country that has got over 100 players that are on free that are moving <laughs> to clubs <laughs> on a free transfer when you say it like that yeah, I'm, yeah I was, I was the, 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 moving on a free transfer no, all of them Man is not even circulating. We want to know how much this was, how much we are doing This is the excitement. The excitement is about Mari, Zotel, Zotel, Mari, Ava Struggler, Zotel, you know, for a hijack. As someone who's bought and sold players, Barry, what kind of money circulates in player transfers? Ah, ah, ah. I'm not going to divulge. Hell no. But what I can proclaim is that we have bought players for some money. Is it not the issue that we don't have a functional football economy? Sure, because sure. an economy is about the buying and selling of goods, isn't it? Exactly, Barry. Yeah, we, we in, order for, in order for you to do that, you need to have functional businesses that operate in the, in economy. the economy. If we're talking about a footballing economy, we're talking about the clubs. Are the clubs functioning yeah. businesses? Yeah. Let's start there. That'll be good. Ten get some players. <laughs> we understand. Ten get some players. It only part a big part right. of football business. It is. But not to no funny. We're going to see them as small, as small clubs. Yeah. We understand. 
Tunofera ungeti ni small clubs. Ano specialize na kuti susa tina mari. Let me just confirm what you said because uh, uh, globally, when you look at the global sport, um, the uh, f- player sales uh, accounts usually for either uh, second or third in terms of the revenue streams of a club. The first is yes. always is always broadcasting rights. Okay, yes. mm. uh, that's always uh, at the top, and then uh, hot on the heels of that is obviously player movements because you, yeah. you look at the net spend. Uh, that's why it, exactly. it, it cl- classifies as second uh, because that's why what, you, what you're paying out and what you're earning. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Uh, talking <laughs> about the excitement of the transfer market, Cassie from Lai says, I was listening to the Nakamba saga. Age is not on his side. I think he needs to try and cement a place in Belgium or Sweden. Oh, shucks. The EPL has changed. Younger players are a priority nowadays. Uh, look at Hernandez signing. Thanks, guys. Great show as always. I don't think he's necessarily over the hill for the Premier League. I think he's still got a chance of playing in the Premier League. The only problem is that he's got to really, really pull up trees and blow the lights out where he is now at Luton Town for him to get a Premier League contract. Yeah, now he has to be an absolute superstar. And we know he can be. I think with Marvelous Nakamba, we know he can be. I think the only issue is... When it comes down to what those pay packets start to look like at that point, I think is where potentially those moves to the other leagues might make sense. But other than that, I think fading into the oblivion now is not the greatest of moves. I, I, I don't, you, you see, sometimes people are, people are writing Nakamba off. I don't know why they are already. He's on loan for the rest mm. of the season. Yeah, yeah. We don't know the movement that is going to happen at Aston Villa as well. We don't know what how he is going to perform. He is still going back to he'll Aston he'll Villa. six months left yeah. on his contract when he goes back to Villa. Exactly. But no, no, he, I lie. He's only had 12 months. Oh, no, 12, 12 months. 12 months a, a whole year. A whole so year. we don't know what is going to transpire during these six months. He can actually play so well that the coach can... Well, the coach never had an opportunity to actually monitor him. Yeah. Now he is monitoring him In at Luton. Then he, Yeah, exactly. So he, he has got mind. a good chance. He can even still come back and play in the EPL next season. Alright, let's go and look at the beautiful game. We've already talked a lot about it. And uh, yesterday was deadline day so there's lots to talk about your your hit music station my station your station it's everybody's station z fm stereo the big leagues the big teams the big players the beautiful game on zfm sport the beating drum Fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on CFM Sport. Now, Senegal coach Papi Tiao uh, has expressed uh, satisfaction about his country's run at the African Nations Championship Chan and desire to win the trophy. Uh, Papi Amadio Diallo's early strike was enough for the Taranga Lions as they edged the Beria of Madagascar 1-0 to reach the final. Earlier on, like we said yesterday, Ayemahios scored two goals as host Algeria hammered Niger 5-0 to reach the final. But Senegal was the match 
much that we uh, called incorrectly, uh, <laughs> Chris, and thought the Malagasy would, would be well in it. But I suppose a 1 0 victory for Senegal just shows you how far along Madagascar has come. Yeah, and I think by I think we, we sort of generally were taking a look at this tournament and thinking, oh, you know, uh, Madagascar could have a couple of good games and, you know, they're playing well, but no one actually expected for them to get to this point. Um, I think Madagascar has shown us just what they're doing in their country in terms of development and also this is a very well-coached side and it's showing up in this tournament. Yeah, it certainly is and they'll be playing for the third and fourth uh, playoff uh, I think on Friday and on Saturday uh, Senegal will face Algeria at the Nelson Mandela Stadium. No, that's not in South Africa. It is in Algiers. That'll be the final of Chan 2023. Right, let's talk about the deadline day deals. All the rivalry. Potty! Stars. There goes Haaland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He's scored. He always does. He always will. Nothing more, sir. And all the game-changing moments. Marcus Rashford. He can't miss at the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. All right, in the Premier League, Chelsea signed midfielder Enzo Fernandez from Befica for a British record £106.8 million. The British transfer record was smashed on deadline day as an unprecedented January transfer window ended with Premier League clubs having spent £2.8 billion pounds during the 2022-2023 season. That is ridiculous money. Chelsea's 121 million euros uh, deal for Benfica's Argentina. Uh, midfielder Enzo Fernandez will t- uh, took the total expenditure for top five clubs in the January window alone to a record-breaking 815 million pounds. Now, football pundit Steve Nichol says Chelsea have taken a massive gamble. That's because you're paying 120 million. If you're paying 60 million for them, it's not such a big risk because of the body of work that he has. Yes, it's it's in a World Cup, but you know, you 120 million. I'm looking. I'm looking for a lot of goals. I'm looking for a guy who's box to box. I'm looking for a guy who's doing both. I'm look, I'm looking for a guy who's doing everything. By the way, for 120 million. <laughs> so, as as far as the future, yes. Um, Common sense would say he's going to get better. But again, I'm saying that. But for 120 million, you, you, you want to know exactly what you're getting. Right. I don't think you can t- anybody can turn around after six months pretty much at the top that you know you're what you're getting for the next 10 years. I, I just don't think you do. All right, let's get uh, the record-breaking bits out of the way first. The deal for the Argentine uh, Enzo Fernandez surpasses the £100 million Manchester City paid for Jack Grealish from Aston Villa 18 months ago. Now that now that that's out the way, let's talk about what Chelsea has actually bought for this record uh, signing of Enzo Fernandez. He's 22 years old, so I sort of disagree with uh, Steve Nichol and uh, say that at 22 years old, when you're praying, paying that sort of sum, you're like not going to get that money back when you sell him on but the value he's going to give you over a prolonged period of time may well be worth it 
Yeah, it may be worth it, but it's, a, it's still a gamble. It is. It's still, it's still a big, big gamble. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, this is a young star that is still developing. You know. The, Didn't you guys see enough at the World Cup, though? I mean, you say it's a gamble, but this is a guy who many clubs had on their radar. I know Liverpool was very yeah. interested. Manchester City was very interested, and Chelsea scuppered everybody and managed to get the deal done. Yeah, very. Uh, at the World Cup, you know, if, if if a player performs well, obviously you. You you, you 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 have that attractiveness you attract a lot of clubs and all that but at the end of the day what I agree with Stephen Nico is you quantify now what are we now getting getting yeah yes what exactly are we getting it's not about we have, we have beaten everybody else because some tour that is Tawina the green in the auction it's not about it's now about what are we getting from this money mm. so it's 120 if for in that position that position is, uh, you know, so he positions in that position. But I'm going to get that position being, of course, central defensive midfield. Uh, yeah, yeah, CDM. Yes, exactly. That's what Rudu wants to be occupied. So it's pressure. It's it's pressure. Yeah. So you reckon it's a, it's a lot of money to pay for a CD? Yeah, for, for me, for me, I think <laughs> of his type. Yeah. For of his type, I think it is. If it was something, someone like Patrick Vieira, like I'm saying, who is that so more versatile? I would agree. I was waiting for this to come up when I talked about the World Cup because Ronnie has said, Mr. Manandi, don't forget, James Rodriguez was on fire at the World Cup. That just did volley and he signed for Real Madrid and it did nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie, for that message. Uh, yes, yeah, you could have a spectacular money. World Cup, yeah. but you said you talked about versatility. I think that Enzo Fernandez is a versatile player. Uh, he, he scored an absolute corker. At the World Cup, and and also has been on fire for Benfica. You, you are talking just after that message from the from the listener. All right, let's take a look at some of the other notable deals. Manchester United signed Bayern Munich midfielder Marcel uh, Sabitzer on loan until the end of the season. There is no option to buy uh, the Austria international. Uh, Chris, I need to wash my mouth out with soap and water after I say this, but it looks like Manchester United is being run properly because they heard the news that. Christian Eriksen was out for three months. Yep. They rushed. They got themselves a quality player out of Bayern Munich and boom, problem solved. And you know what? A lot of people are going to take a look at this and be surprised that we're talking about Manchester United because I think previous transfer windows, we were taking a look at the moves and the decisions mm. that were being made at Manchester United and absolutely questioning whose idea it was to make some of those moves and at the cost that the moves were being made at. So a very clever purchase, a purchase a deal on <laughs> yeah. the part of Manchester Manchester United and it's good to see them doing some good business where they're, they're not coming out of pocket so much. No, Enzo Fernandez going to Chelsea and Jorginho leaving Chelsea and going to Arsenal in a deal worth uh, 12 million pounds boosting their midfield ahead of a push for the Premier League uh, title and it'll be interesting to see how Jorginho is going to function uh, with Thomas Partey who's been knocked
knock you, blowing the lights out at the Emirates in that position. So uh, let's see how Mikel Arteta manages that dynamic. Uh, uh, Tottenham signed right back Pedro Porro uh, from Sporting Lisbon on loan until the end of the season with an obligation to buy for £39 million at the end of the season. So Tottenham has uh, uh, loosened the purse strings just a little bit uh, and uh, got themselves uh, Pedro Porro. Uh, but Arsenal has sent out Albert Sambi Lokonga. He's gone out to Crystal Palace on loan. Now, Lokonga was, was having a good time at Arsenal. I thought the times that he was uh, given some game time. Uh, but I think with the arrival of Jorginho, they needed to make space. Yeah, they, they, they had to. You know, like you said, that now they, they already have Jorginho. Uh, Pate is also there. Shaka, you know, also played in the central midfield position as well. So they needed... Fortunately, to, Al- Alneni, they, I think, is injured. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a long-term yeah, ab- but ab- he, he was already He was already on the, on the peripheral. Like, uh, the, <laughs> At the time, so he got injured, you know. So yeah, I, I think uh, it's a good move for 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 him to actually go away yeah. because you need also to 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 play. Game and then, time is very. And, and then the team that is signing pretty much everybody. No, not Chelsea, <laughs> Nottingham Forest. They have added to their roster. Uh, they've taken on Paris Saint Germain's Kalo Navas uh, on loan, and then they've also got themselves a uh, John Joe Shelby from Newcastle and Newcastle. He went, did his medical uh, at Newcastle, and then flew back to uh, uh, to Tyneside. Uh, to watch Newcastle play in the Carabao Cup uh, semi-final uh, before now making his move permanent uh, to Nottingham Forest did John Joe Shelby. Hopefully those two Chinese can assist uh, to save them from uh, the chop uh, yeah, in the Premier League. They desperately need to. Now who were the winners and losers in uh, this window? I would probably say uh, that uh, Chelsea did the most business but for me probably Arsenal. Because of Jorginho? Because of Jorginho yeah. and because of the price. Yeah, I, I, I think Arsenal, they did good business. I explained it yesterday as well. Yeah. That, you know, bringing in Jorginho is actually a, an intention statement that, you know what, we, we want this league now. Now this is, it is in their head that they want it. <laughs> they really want it. And to do that, they needed a little bit of experience. There were a lot of youngsters in that team. Jorginho brings in the winning mentality, has won a lot of trophies at international level, uh, for Chelsea as well. And he is a he's, he's got a cool head, you know. You can tell by the way he takes those penalties that he has eyes <laughs> in his pants. So they they needed somebody who can actually come to the changing room yeah. and calm down these youngsters and, and see it job. over the line. Exactly, he want, they be, want to cross this line, he might, and he's, he's he's actually the perfect buyer. I agree he, with you. He might he might actually be. Do you agree, Chris? Uh, very quickly, in terms of the the, the biggest be, the, the biggest winner. I think it's Todd Burley. I think he's very happy with himself at the moment. Sure. Um, but he's but he's given his accountants a hell of a job. Yes, but I'm sure he's happy with what he's done. I think to, he's he's at a stage where, first of all, he's learning the Premier League business. And I think all of this is going to become very real for him very soon. Mm. But I probably think right now he's probably very happy with himself. Very happy with the club. Yo. Well, when uh, he uh, bought a football club, he thought that uh, the transfer market was about bank transfers and shucks he's making a lot of bank transfers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Premier League didn't seem like he was going to spend. The Premier League's financial Decided. dominance in Europe increased to the highest proportion ever reported as the spending by English top flight clubs uh, accounted for 79% of the total across Europe's big five football clubs where January spending fell uh, by 35% from 2022 to 255 million euro. That's 225 
$1.5 million. And indeed, the entire spending of the Premier League clubs, uh, so in fact, Chelsea's spending, they outspent, on their own, outspent the combined spending of all the clubs in the other top four leagues. Yeah, combined. I hate that statement. That's massive. big. That's big money. Absolutely. You know, massive. if I can say something, Barry. Yep. I'm not hearing anybody talking about hey, Pep is a checkbook coach. Because <laughs> that's Chelsea's moniker. <laughs> <laughs> now Chelsea's job is to be exactly that. All right, guys. It's some football tonight. Uh, well, last night Newcastle will play at Wembley for the first time in 24 years after they beat Chelsea Lampton three-one uh, on aggregate to reach the Carabao Cup uh, final. Very good uh, for uh, Newcastle. They will take on Manchester United. Manchester United uh, I say Manchester United because Manchester United is currently leading 3-0 in their tie against Nottingham Forest they play Nottingham Forest tonight I don't think Nottingham Forest is going to turn that around also in Spain Barcelona will look to increase their lead at the top of La Liga to 8 points when they visit the Estadio Benito Villa Marin uh, to face Real Betis tonight Uh, and then there are Coppa Italia uh, fixtures Fiorentina takes on Torino and then in the German Cup that's DFB uh, tonight RB Leipzig takes on Hoffenheim and Mainz will take on Bayern Munich didn't Mainz beat Bayern Munich in the league uh, that should be a bit, it ended 1-1 in the league and so uh, that should be a very entertaining affair uh, Julian Nagelsmann needing victory in that game tomorrow is our Thursday show we got a bit of a special early on in the show uh, we're talking uh, the Davis Cup at tennis uh, we've got uh, the Locke brothers in the studio uh, so we'll be chatting to them in the first half of the show and then the beautiful game will be building up to what already has been an exciting week and hopefully weekend of football for now may God richly bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Menande out Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise the biggest sports stories Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix the biggest interviews these are happy tears I guess <laughs> I don't know and I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus so thank you Venus and all the analysis right here there's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented I don't want to hear that it's just, it's just blasphemous every weekday it's my sport it's your sport it's CFM sport on CFM stereo my station your station Hi, this is Mike Muddled, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.